There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Happy Yay, Monday morning. We made it. We made it into work. It took a little bit longer than usual, probably oh, just for wait. everybody out there. Just wait. Ooh, more excitement to come. <laughs> ah, oh, boy. The snow. That's the collective sound of the Twin Cities as we speak, uh, preparing for the. I don't know, maybe supposed to be going to be a lot of snow happening uh, tomorrow through Thursday. Yeah. Oh, I Mentally, I don't know about you. <laughs> well, I wasn't ready until tomorrow. I didn't know until I opened my garage door. Well, and I didn't know there was going to be an appetizer. <laughs> you know, everybody was like, there's going to be snow, a crazy snow Tuesday through Thursday. And then I, I literally take the dog outside and I'm like, wait a minute. Is it Tuesday? I know. Did I rip Van Winkle? Uh, those COVID <laughs> drugs? Yeah, you really just do. did a time um, <laughs> jump there, Mr. Time Traveler. Did you know there was going to be an appetizer? Absolutely not. Because my boyfriend, the meteorologist. Oh, God. Aren't I'm sorry, they all? he's just my boyfriend. Um, he told me that it would be coming Tuesday. Tuesday through Wednesday. Right. Mm. So I blame him. No, I'm well, kidding. good. I mean, it's usually a good idea to, to blame your significant other when it comes to most things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the closest person is always the luckiest. Mm-hmm. Um, expansive snowstorm, heavy snow, blizzard conditions. These are all descriptions of what's about to happen, Don. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Should we just like pack it up and stay home for the next few days? What do you think? Oh, man, maybe I should take one of those microphones home with me no i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna make it into work you're gonna make it after all um do we need to do any prep have you gotten your groceries for the week are you good on water how about your emergency preparedness i did get soups uh and stuff to make some soups oh good that's i'm prepared in that way mike has plenty of ribeye because that's what he made or prime rib that's what he made over the weekend and sent us porny <laughs> ribeye photos. Yeah, he did. He made his uh, fiance 
um, prime rib. Yeah. And we asked for photos and he delivered. I promise. I almost zoomed in on one of the slabs hey. and then sent it back. <laughs> one but of the I slabs thought, of meat. I thought, I can't do that. <laughs> it's too suggestive. Why? <laughs> what was suggestive? Well, I'm it just, now. when you get really close, I don't know. It just seemed a little bit too forward. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, the scene, the scene. I'm like, I'm reliving it. It's like <laughs> brown was, chicken, brown cow. Yeah. Literally. Um, the the photograph of him with the serrated knife going into the meat, the crusty, <laughs> drippy, fatty, crispy, okay. amazing now you've taken it too far. slice. And then it's got this perfect Ooh. pink, wet wow. center. <laughs> Okay, so... It looks real good. Mike, how'd that prime rib taste? Oh, it turned out amazing. It was bad. I've, we've been doing this as kind of a tradition for uh, for Valentine's Day, and I've been tweaking things and testing different Oof, things, and this tweaking is something. Oh, the, my God. The best one from What's a taste standpoint. <laughs> what is she going to do? You Anything the he wants. Okay. A man that can make meat like that. Mm. Oh. <laughs> You guys, it's President's Day. Just to yeah, turn I know. The no, we're going to get to President's Day. Don't worry. <laughs> I just wanted to um, just uh, give Mike some uh, meat kudos. Thanks. Meat love. Yeah. Meat love. <laughs> yes. And then he'll be uh, he'll be teaching a workshop on how to make the best prime rib later in the, the year. Done. We'll look forward to that. We'll put that on uh, Patreon or something. Okay, we do have to get to President's Day, Dawn. That's you know why? Right. Because it's our an- first annual show tradition here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Every year on President's Day, from here on out, we will be honoring one of the historic my talk moments with our beloved Dawn McLean. Um, Mike, do you have a little bit of audio we could play for Dawn Ooh, let me see to mark this it. occasion? Now, many of you may not remember that. Okay. We were having a conversation, Don. Yeah, we um, were. Um, it was about. Um, I don't even remember how the conversation started. It's I been so long think ago. I okay, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's just play this historic moment. <laughs> Great. In Adventures of Bradley and Don history. Oh, maybe I do. Or not. It's not playing. Oh, this is weird. It's fine. I'll just start reenacting. <laughs> tried Once upon a time. Here. Here's I read a snapshot from another Bradley and Don adventure. Is that like leeches? It sounds like it would be the same guy who came up with, you know, leeches. Like Probably. People for leeches. Oh my gosh, and that is how Abraham Lincoln ended up dying. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Because of leeches? Or George Washington. But he got shot. <laughs> oh, Abraham. <laughs> <you're- laughs> oh my God. I'm still not all there right now. George Washington, Don. sorry. George Washington, our first I think president. That's how Lincoln died. <laughs> he was shot. Ever repeat that I said that? Oh, well, look at this. Mike, you know what to do. Oh, I got it. Gosh, oh no. It's a promo, oh. and it's appropriate for President's Day. Happy President's Day. Dawn killed Lincoln with leeches, <laughs> and that shall forever live in Adventures of Bradley and Dawn lore. Dawn, yes. you know, we thought it would be appropriate on this occasion mm-hmm. to mem- remember uh, our great leaders of yore by allowing you the opportunity to unbesmirch sure. their reputation. Can you please clarify for the audience 
what you were really talking about. Also, really quickly, can I just acknowledge the thing I love about that promo is I totally was like going with you. You I was did. Like, you were oh, supportive. Re- I appreciate okay. it. And then it occurred to me perhaps you're wrong. Okay. What is what were you trying to say? I was trying to say that because of George Washington's illness at the end, they ended up taking out 40% of his blood in two days, and that's how he passed. Okay, so you meant to say George. You meant to say George Washington first. Yes. You remembered, misremembered him as Abraham Lincoln. No big deal. There's only (laughs) 15 presidents in between them, or 14. Uh, Anyway, um, so you meant Washington. Now, I didn't know this fact about Washington, and it mm. turns out you're absolutely right. But can you, because the audience, I guarantee, I didn't grow up. Did you hear this story, Mike, when you were in school? I did not. Washington no. got right. bled by leeches. Okay, so what happened is, um, this was 30 years after his retirement. Okay, so Washington is just living it up in Mount Vernon, <laughs> his estate. And one night, it was... Or one day it was sleeting, raining, and snowing. So awful conditions outside. So basically this coming Tuesday through Thursday. That's right. So imagine George Washington out in mess like this all day long on his property from sunup until um, dinner time. So he liked to be prompt, but he was outside in the elements exposed to all of these things. So he comes home and he doesn't take off his wet clothes. As he eats dinner. and That's then, a no-no. We all know that. That's right. So then he started to get sick. And then um, doctors now have looked back and seen that the original source of his problem was probably acute bacterial epiglottis. Epiglottis? Isn't that the thing at the back of your throat? Epiglottitis. Oh. Okay? And it is a rare condition, but it's something like you can... Your throat swells up, essentially. Got so it. he was coughing. He couldn't really breathe. It was constricted breathing. Oh, God. So three doctors came over, and that's when the fun begins. They started taking out his blood. Uh, first, uh, 12 to 14 ounces. And we should say that because at the time, that was like the latest. Well, I shouldn't say the latest. That mm-hmm. was the leading medical thinking was that taking out his sick blood was somehow going to cure him. Right. So they didn't really get on to the transfusion stage. They just took a lot out. Uh, So over the two days, they took 80 ounces of blood out, which was 40% of his blood. Wow. He was supposed to. So another doctor came over the second day and he was like, he really needs this procedure that I've only done a couple of times, a tracheotomy. What? (laughs) But it was too late. And so um, they wanted to do it in between there. They put this um, stuff called Spanish fly on his throat. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're saying that they gave him a tracheotomy first? No, they didn't do a trach ever. Oh, but oh, they oh, should oh, have. oh, got it. But this doctor so that he had could only breathe. done it. Yes. So he got a aphrodisiac? Isn't Spanish fly an aphrodisiac? It's, no, it actually is a uh, substance that causes blisters and it's excruciating. So they put that on his throat. Then oh at my one God. point, they put this poultice of um, some type of a thing on his feet and his arms i mean they were trying to extract poison from his body but what he really needed was probably a tracheotomy 
Um, but you're going to do that back in the day. You're not going to do that. So they just kept taking his blood out, essentially. And he probably could have survived this, but it just made him so weak with all these painful blistering treatments. Um, he felt like he was suffocating. And then he was like, listen, I'm not going to make it. And then, you know, he probably had a chance, they're saying. But after all of that taking out of the blood. And the leeches, we should say, that's where the bloodletting comes in. That was the method by which they were letting his blood. Mm, yes. Is with leeches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So Okay, so when you uh, killed Lincoln with leeches, you actually meant Washington, and it turns out that's a whole area of uh, presidential history I was not familiar with. Yeah. And I know you did your homework over the weekend, and yeah. you did a book report on some of the other weird ways that presidents died yes i'd like to just do in honoring of of the presidents today let's talk about their untimely death that's right um so i just summarized a couple of these so these are you know in my own words oh so do you need music or anything sure i mean if we had any do you have any presidential music music we're just throwing mike (laughs) i'll find something he's on the fly even if it's just like country music you got, any, you got any prime rib music oh, back there? Oh boy! Um, so I'll start. Um, Who do you? Which president do you want to start with? I'm going to start with Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, Teddy Roosevelt, sure. Our 26th president. Yeah. Okay, he served between 1901 and 1909. Really Very responsible for all sorts of stuff. That's right. National parks. You That's name it. right. He established national parks, forests, and monuments to preserve the nation's natural resources. And in foreign policy, he focused on Central America, where he began construction of the Panama Canal. And he carried a big stick. That's right. Now, one day he was looking at a book of drawings and pictures made to commemorate the Panama Canal, and he got the idea. Uh, which, you know, he got the idea for this. He really started getting homesick for the canal. And even though he had a free pass to any national park he wanted, of course, um, because he created those two, he decided (laughs) he had a different problem that cropped up. People loved him so much, they started sending him stuffed bears. We now call those teddy Teddy bears. bears. And then he looked out his window and said, I hate all these teddy bears. My whole house is filled with them now, and I feel trapped with the teddies. So he gathered up his things, and he shaved off his mustache as a disguise. And then he what? secretly traveled down to Panama so he could visit his beloved canal. While he was in Panama, he was spending time in the jungle and noticed a furry little creature he'd never seen before. It turned out to be a Panamanian uh, red-crested tamarind. What? He was so excited that he stepped off a cliff chasing it. But he didn't die. The tamarind actually saved him. And then they were best friends, and he couldn't imagine going back home. <laughs> what so are you talking about? He, well, he, this is the end. So he You're... got on a boat, all of his belongings, and he sailed off through the Panama Canal, never to be seen again. That's so not true. It's, it is. I researched it. So that's how you're saying that he disappeared and was never found again. Yes, he didn't. You know, he was like so in love with the canal. And then he just like disguised himself by shaving his mustache. What? Honey, Wikipedia would like a word with you. I don't work for them. (laughs) Okay, here's another. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
one. This one's a little I don't shorter. Think that's true, but okay, go ahead. Um, Stephen Grover Cleveland. Oh, Grover Cleveland. He was, the one the Muppets named after. He was an American lawyer and politician. He served at the as the 22nd and 24th president of the United States. Uh, he's the only president in American history so far to serve two non-consecutive terms of office. And then we all know that being president ages a person considerably. Basically, you start out looking young and then you get old. And this guy, he was a glutton for punishment and decided to give it another go for a second round of slowly killing himself by being the president. And it's not a glamorous story, but he died at home, aged considerably, looking like a puppet for some reason. And his arms got what? really spindly. Wait, he looked and like he, a puppet? Yeah, he, his arms got really spindly and he grew blue fur on his body. No, you he, are totally drunk. Glover Cleveland is the inspiration for Grover on Sesame Street. This today. is so full of lies. You are you made all of this up. I don't know. All right, it's Don McLean for Olivia Weight Control Centers. And if you're thinking thinking of losing some weight, um, take it from me. Put your trust in Olivia Weight Control Centers. They are the experts. They're going to work with you to build a personalized nutrition plan. You're going to select your Olivia meals and snacks, and then watch the weight come off. It's that simple. I did the program, and I definitely lost. Uh, 10 pounds in my first two weeks and you can lose up to 10 pounds in your first two weeks and then one to two pounds each week thereafter and it's totally attainable there's so many different diet programs out there i mean you open your instagram you're like is that good should i be intermittent fasting should i be i mean it's so overwhelming and you've probably been disappointed uh before but do not give up hope this is the way to go join today and get your first eight weeks free when you mention me Call today, 855-GO-LIVIA. Go to Livia.com, look up more info, and say you heard it from me. Come into Livia and experience life-changing weight loss. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. Hello. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And it's the lovely Holly Roberts with all the celebrity gossip and news in the Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Hey, girl. Hey, you know, we're going to start this dirt alert with a notable obituary. Richard Belzer, a comedian, law and order OG, uh, died at the age of 78. He was just so real, you know, one of those rare actors who had their own thing going on. And you're like, you know him like you. You definitely he brought the real vibe. Yeah, Yeah. he he brought the real vibe as Detective Munch. He first started that character on Homicide Life on the street, moved over to Law and Order SVU. And uh, yeah, you know, Richard Belzer didn't really hit his stride until much later in life. He was a stand-up yeah. comedian for many years. He was one of the people who helped make Saturday Night Live happen, except Lauren Michaels does not credit him for oh, that. Oh, okay. Thank mm-hmm. you well, for this info, Holly. And he's also just one of those people that like, you inevitably were aware of if you grew up in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. right? Like, he was just a one of those people and I was looking through because whenever people like this die I'm always like how do I know Richard Belzer because honestly I don't think it's from um, Law and Order Law and Order that was later in life Mm -hmm. right and so I was looking at some of her his earlier stuff and a lot of the like movies that we loved as uh, kids and young people he was in like everything from Fletch Lives to like a very Brady sequel like he just he was kind of all over the place 
Exactly. Richard Belzer was that guy. Now, uh, he used to be the warm-up act for Saturday Night Live. And there's some contention about why Richard Belzer was never on that series. Because he wasn't a cast member, right? Oh. And uh, he also... Here's a fun fact about Richard Belzer that you may not know. Now, apparently, for the first half of his life, uh, money was kind of hard to come by. Okay. Being a stand-up comedian in New York, he was barely scraping by. Until 1990. Five years earlier from that, 1985, Hulk Hogan, while demonstrating a wrestling move on Richard Belzer on TV, knocked Belzer out, dropped him at first to the ground, and an out-of-court settlement enabled Richard Belzer to buy a home in the south of France. Wow! Good for him! Shea Hogan. (laughs) I would like Hulk Hogan to try to body slam me, please, for a free home in France. Oh, Oh my goodness. Well, uh, so the tribute's pouring out in the community world for Richard Belzer, who died over the weekend at the age of 78. Let's talk about the BAFTAs. They happened last night in London, and the movie All Quiet on the Western Front dominated the award show with a record-breaking seven wins. I need to see that movie. Oh, you do. It keeps popping up in my feed. Holly, have you seen I know, Dawn, you've seen it. Yeah. It's, Holly, have you seen it? I have only seen the 1930s. Okay, no. All yeah. Quiet on the Western yeah, Front. Yeah, yep. I was there too. And then I was like, yeah, we'll watch this. And then it just blew me away. I cannot believe that the young man playing the, the main role is not nominated for Best Actor. It's really a, just a shame. Mm. <laughs> so I think everybody will agree whenever they see it. It's just it's It's just one of those epic movies that... Yeah, I mean, it takes a while to get through, but... Well, and it keeps getting critical acclaim, so... Mm-hmm. And it was nominated overall for Best Picture as an Oscar, right? Best Director, right? I believe, as well. Yeah, so lots of accolades here on this side of the pond for All Quiet on the Western Front. The other big winner at the BAFTAs last night, the Banshees of Inishirin, won the second largest number of awards, including Best Supporting Actor category wins uh, for that cast, and also for Best Original Screenplay. So congratulations mm. to them. Be on the I lookout. Think best Original Screenplay seems appropriate. Right? Yes. Because that was just such a unique story. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we shall see who wins the Oscars. Are, we're inching, inching, inching towards it. Um, can somebody tell Amy Robach and TJ Holmes to get a room? <laughs> fun employment, oh, Holly. We're fun employment. Talk about that. Fun employment. Yeah, the fun employment for former GMA3 co anchors Amy Robach and TJ Holmes includes getting hot and heavy. By a pool in Mexico. I mean, wouldn't you, if you just got canned from your job, and by that I mean paid out for the rest of the work that you were going to do but now don't have to, and you get to do it in the arms of your equally successful, uh, beautiful partner? Well, they're in Puerto Vallarta right now. I wish I was in Puerto Vallarta right now, considering what the heck is going to be happening this week. (laughs) I'm just, I I remain baffled at what the PR strategy is for these two. (laughs) I don't know where the road ends, because clearly they let the paparazzi know that they were getting hot and heavy in bikinis and swimsuits. I don't know. Y'all figure it out, please. (laughs) Well, we will figure it out. And Holly, thank you so much for bringing all your tasty bits from Hollywood, as per usual. Catch her on the morning show every day here on My Talk. And when we come back, Mike's got blind items. Juicy bits of gossip just for you on My Talk 107.1. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 107.1. Happy Monday to you. And hopefully you made it to work safe or wherever you needed to go. And if you don't have to go anywhere, don't don't do it, right? All right, it's time for some blind items with Mike. Blinded by the items. 
Let's do it. Let's start things off Let's with this one right here. This A-list actress wants to sign on for a very, very big project that would be huge for her. It shoots overseas, however. It'll take three months to get through, and her A-list husband doesn't want her to do it and is definitely playing the spoiler in uh, spoiler role in this. Rude! Yeah. Oh, so hmm. let's uh, go through the things we know. A minus list actress and a very, very big project. We even have a, uh, a speculation on what that project might be. Uh, and then also the A list husband. This is a lot, Mike. Yeah. Is um, starting off strong here on this Monday. <laughs> so it's uh, a couple. It's a couple. A couple of actors. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the uh, wifey's just trying to get her feet in uh, the door. Maybe she's trying to climb the ladder a little bit and meet her husband at the A list. From her A minus list. From her A minus yeah. list status. Um, I would say she's not, uh, it's not really a, a foot in the door. She's notable. She's been around for a while. So okay. she just wants to like get, it, step up. There you go. Yeah. Words are hard. Um, yeah. Dawn, what acty couples do we know? Well, um, I'm trying to think of ones that are still together. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have like Ben and. Ben and Jen, Jen that's but that would be actress everything in her mind, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, a minus list actress, actor, woman. They have uh, recently been in the news as of just last week. Oh, oh they were okay. in the news last week as a couple. As a couple, and there's a reason why. They had a, a baby. Cute little reason why. Oh, Priyanka Chopra. No. Oh, um. They've got a few little reasons. Who's got a why. Baby. Few little reasons? Well, they had a few little reasons. Now they've got a fourth little reason. Fourth. Oh, 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 oh. They just keep pumping. So them not up. like quadruplets, four like four kids. Who um, has four kids? Who has four kids? I mean, it's twenty twenty three. Even just in our lives, an A list and an A minus list, an A list actor, A minus list actress with four kids. Four kids, and they just had a new baby. Mm-hmm. So she's like. I want to. I want to go work. Um, uh, it's not. Um, no, never mind. Who? I was gonna say Hilaria Baldwin, but oh, she has like. God, eight, that's like. She has like yeah. six kids. Okay. It was an attempt. It was, no, it was a great guess. Um, not really. But. He's got a massive, massive movie coming out oh, uh, later massive. this year. Okay, Dawn, I got a tweet, so Uh-oh. I don't want to. I'm not cheating. I just we got a tweet. Mm-hmm. Do you Is want me to read Panda? it? Panda, she knows of everything. Of course. Of course she does, and she's probably correct. Is it Blake Lively? Yep. And Ryan Reynolds. Yep. But what's the projet? Well, and that's, and I don't know, this could just be pure speculation, but they're saying a very, very big project that would be overseas for three months. We still don't know where this potential location is, but I like this idea for somebody, as they said, would it be White Lotus season three? Because oh. that would be pretty oh. big for her career, oh my and it would probably be overseas oh for a few months, and uh, okay. that could be the role. So wow, where are I we going to see her in we, White Lotus three? Me too. Do we know where we're going? By the way, we don't. They teased it. Where do you guys um, think we're going? So for the audience who doesn't know, each season is in a different location, like different lug mm-hmm. luxurious vacation getaway place. Hawaii, right, and Italy. it takes place at a certain resort called yeah. White Lotus. But there are we could probably ones. narrow it down by just looking at Four Seasons properties all over the world. Yeah, that would help. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? I'm sorry, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but no, this is fun. Uh, well, let's say Rio. Yeah. Rio de Janeiro. I love Rio. <laughs> I would yes. love to go. Yeah, down to Rio or uh, Lake Como, or you know, uh, oh, in St. Paul. Was, 
Oh, she was. <laughs> Wait a minute. They were just in Italy, yeah, so no. never mind. No. Um, no, I think that they'll probably do South America. God, I would just love a show to come to Minneapolis some one of these days. <sighs> yeah. Finally, just feel recognized. Okay. All right. Sorry, Mike. Oh, you're all good. Ready for another one? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Great job, Panda. Yes, she's she's awesome. This uh, was an actual conversation, according to NT Lawyer. Quote, we need to change her hair color for the reshoot. It is going to mess up continuity. Quote, nobody will notice anyway. Just shoot it. This is apparently an actual conversation between a comic book universe executive and a producer of a very, very recent superhero release. Oh, no. And somebody whose hair was wrong? Very yeah. recent. Is this Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah. Yeah. Who's okay. in that one with hair? Um, it's a she hair. It's a she it hair? A she. Okay. <laughs> it's a she, she hair, hair situation. <laughs> is that a she hair? Oh, shoot. Who is that that's in um, uh, Evangeline Lily? That's correct. Oh, good job, Dawn. So she you... went off and dyed her hair a different color. Don't do that. You might have to do pickups. Well, yeah, and it sounds like, uh, again, and I'll fill in the blanks, but apparently that was a conversation between some of the executives for Ant-Man and Wasp. And if you watch the movie, which I did, yes. yeah, there was one moment where she just popped up and her hair was completely different than it was the entire rest of the movie. Oh, man. What? I was, I, I was like, okay, whatever, it's cool. But, I mean, they're in the quantum realm for half of, or like oh, 90% okay. of this movie. So to say that that was the weirdest thing that happened was would be an understatement okay. so it is what it is that's kind of why i think they but said people notice those things notice. and i think that's legit like i live with someone who will like halfway through the show be like do you realize like in white lotus for example he's like these two broke women who are sex workers mm-hmm. you know who i'm talking yep. about they have different outfits and shoes and all they're carrying is a backpack like other than the couple things they bought at the store, where are they putting all of this stuff? Like he just he gets so sidetracked by all the like Oh, me too. That kind of background minutia. So but it's but my point is it's legit. People do that. So I think it's he fair. He needs to be a continuity director. Yeah, he does. Oh, oh god. god. He wouldn't he love that? It's I'd so rather him detailed. do it on movie sets and not my life. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, That's awesome. That's good. Do you have another one? I do. This one has been revealed. It's been confirmed. A battle is brewing between three offspring. One of them doesn't want to sell the catalog at all. The other two do. None of them can agree on the percentage or how much that they should sell it for. It has to be be the Jonas Brothers. Brothers. Uh, Ah! What? Oh, no. We had Joe Bros siblings. on the mind today. Remember, I said three offspring. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. It's not like a Judd, is it? No. Is it Elvis and the twins and Riley Keough? My God, okay. we're just batting the zero. <laughs> That's a pretty good guess. <laughs> you can't say it's a good guess if it was wrong. Um, this has been revealed because we did get some more. <laughs> I see de- your tongue. We did get some more details about this last week. Wait, or at least some speculation. He's doing that thing where he he knows it and then sometimes Don, he still doesn't. No, but I do. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to try to get me I was hits? check I was I was begging for time so my brain could do the math. Yeah. Is it um Michael Jackson? Yep. Cuz remember they it, uh they were going to they were contemplating selling half. Mm. Yes, but I do remember that story. Fill in the blanks, because we should uh, try to dis- discern the offspring. 
Yeah, so basically it just said these three celebrity offsprings. So uh, the, the children are Michael Jackson. Uh, none of them uh, want to sell, or one of them wants to sell the whole music catalog. The other two don't. None of them can agree on percentage or how much it would sell for. And a lot of people were speculating, okay, why did they only sell half of the music catalog yep. with that new deal with Sony? Why didn't they do more? Why didn't they do less? Well, apparently it's because of the Because Blanket said, yeah. I don't want to do it. And I did not see Panda's tweet, I promise. <laughs> Okay. She did tweet a picture of Michael Jackson after uh, hmm. eating popcorn. Okay. Oh, really? All right. Well, yeah. you know that popcorn pop- yeah. what? meme? It's no. a meme. Michael Jackson eating popcorn? No. Okay, fine. Okay. So, yeah, apparently there's some uh, arguments between Paris Prince. <laughs> no, that makes Prince total Michael. sense. And also, yeah. I would imagine that there's like some family dynamics in there because I always wonder what the extended family's role is in determining some of this stuff. Sure. Yeah, I see the meme now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know the what it thr- is. It's from Thriller. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh. Okay. Want to do another? Thanks. Do you want to give us the <laughs> one, history one of the more. meme? <laughs> oh, yeah. The history of the meme is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, let's do it. Know one. your meme is a great website. If you don't. All righty, final one for today. This permanent A-list legend is back at it again after a long absence. He is still misogynistic and is bragging about it this week. Literally bragging about it. Whoa. Who's being a misogy? Oh, wait. Um, Army Hammer? Nope. Okay. No, legend like is the word. Legendary. This is on the tip of my tongue. It's a man. <laughs> now, can you... Oh, boy. Yeah. I hate to have you read part of it again. But. Oh, I can read as many It's basically like. an old white, uh, I'm assuming old white dude. You shouldn't assume that. Uh, oh. This permanent A-list legend is back at it this week after a long absence. He is also still misogynistic and is bragging about it this week. Literally bragging oh God, about it. Please tell me it's Don't not. say it's B.C. Mm-mm. B.C.? Bill Cosby. Oh, I'm like, before Christ? What? Oh. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Stupid. But is it in the vein of someone who has been maybe held accountable for being a misogynist? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, Well, like, is it Harvey Weinstein? Nope. I will uh, add uh, one word in there. Sports legend. Uh, Oh. Oh. Who's bragging about it? Sports. Like, how old? Um, mid early fifties. Have we know. mentioned him already in this? Um, segment? he is late forties. We have not mentioned him. In oh, this late forty. It's not Tom Brady. Nope, it's a different sport. One with a smaller ball. <laughs> ball. <laughs> in fact, it's a very, it's a very small. Hence the uh, An extremely small ball, even smaller than a tennis ball. Oh, really? Oh, marbles. My. Well, it's a little bit bar- bigger than that size ball. <laughs> Who's professional marble player? A little bit Noted bigger than misogynist. a marble. Slightly bigger than a marble. Has lots of dimples. This ball does. Not a. Golf. Ball. Yes, it's a golf ball. Did you? Oh. What did you say? Pickleball. Pickle yeah, noted a... misogynist pickleball champion. You said marbles, <laughs> okay, Mister. Fine. Um, okay, so he legendary a golf golfer. ball user. A Jack. Golfer. No, is Jack Nicholas alive? No, he. Um. No. Uh, uh, yes. What about? I think so. I don't want to kill David him. David Duval. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What? Who is that? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, you haven't heard any news this weekend about uh, about a golfer that maybe has returned after a long absence. Maybe the most Tiger Woods. There we go. Oh, Tiger Woods! Don't you brag about this stuff? What was he bragging about? His lady 
experience. Will you fill in the blanks? I will fill in the blanks. <laughs> okay. uh, Tiger Woods is back at it. He's back at a tournament after a long absence, and he's okay. still misogynistic and bragging about it this week. Did you guys see the tampon situation? No! What? <laughs> okay. He he and his um, golfing partner at the time, Justin Thomas, were both teeing off, and, 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 and uh, Tiger Woods went ahead and, uh, after outdriving Justin Thomas, uh, reached into his pocket, pulled out a tampon, and handed it to him, implying that, hey, I'm better than you. I did this. You're going to need this. Oh, gross. That is so disgusting and nasty. Yep. He's nasty. That's nasty. That happened today. And when he originally was asked about it, he kind of laughed it off. And now he has since uh, released a statement. But of course, it's one of those statements that, of course, starts with, if I offended anyone, which is the wrong way to start any statement. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Can I... Can I end on a happy note? Please yeah. do. So, listener Phil, and also, by the way, I was just scrolling through our tweets. A mm-hmm. lot of our listeners were yelling at us on, on this one. Um, okay. So, thank you, dear listeners. But also, listener Phil pointed out that there's a story that says, allegedly, Johnny Knoxville may have leaked Japan as the possible season. Oh. Or White Lotus. And how excited um, would we be if it was in Japan? I'm, yeah. I'll be I less mean, excited if Johnny Knoxville is on it, but... Yeah, I don't understand that connection, <laughs> and I'm not going to read the story because okay. no spoilers. But. Okay, jeez. Anyway, thank you, Mike, for You're all welcome. of those delicious blind items. That was a lot of fun today. When we come back from blind items to Kendall Jenner in a new publationship, Dawn's got all the latest right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Hi. Hi, Bradley. What up? Have you heard the latest gossip about Kendall Jenner and who she's dating? Uh, I saw something like she might be dating a very famous person. Yes. Now, um, this famous person is uh, a musical artist. He's super, super rich now because it's been his star has been shining and he's been touring and the dude is just he's like he's on fire. He's on fire. Yes. Now, he also is on fire with his emotions because I'm talking about Bad Bunny. Oh, yeah. Bad Bunny was in the Dominican. A woman came up to him last week and wanted a selfie. Is that last week? I feel like. That was even longer ago. Oh, it could have been. It's just, I don't know. Time is I know. all Trust. weird. It's, but yeah, he threw her phone, essentially. He threw her phone in the river. And he's, she's trying to, she pushed her phone in his face. And some people are like, oh my God, you should be able to take anything. She was rude. Because you're famous and you deserve to be hunted. Yeah, <laughs> no. Basically. It was, she was totally being, you know, uh, unnecessarily forward and rude, but... Like, he has no right to damage her property. I'm like, yeah, he does. (gasps) You're in her, you're in someone's space. Yeah, but I don't know that we want to set the precedent that you can just throw people's phones. I don't know. I just feel like I don't care. Like, you get your phone thrown in the river. That's what happens. So stop doing it. I mean, they're not, they're not immune to feelings. They shouldn't, I just don't feel like all of this madness has to stop with hunting these people, you know? Normal, everyday people, paparazzi, stop it. Well, can you tell us what Kendall Jenner has to do with any of this? Sure. So that's been his uh, the latest news about him. Now, Kendall Jenner, reportedly there's another, uh, we have a competitive blind item blog. Do you know about Dumois? Oh, yeah. Oh, girl. Dumois. What are you Dumois-ing? 
You need to be following Dumois on your Insties uh, uh, media to mente. Yes, it says this single famous model sister was seen playing tonsil hockey with Bad Bunny at a private L.A. club last night. Word is he is in an open relationship. Okay, Okay. but or can we call that what uh, has a, a phrase that was coined in this time slot? Yeah. Publationship. This is a publationship for sure. What do you mean by that? I mean that they are that Chris Jenner <laughs> decided that Kendall needed some more press, and they called up Bad Bunny and said, "Hey, you want some free publicity? Will you do this thing for us?" And it might be a little stressful for a little bit, but in the end, it's really going to be good for you. Yeah, be associated with Kendall Jenner. I mean, not that he needs it. But. I like where your nose is going. Mm-hmm. So specifically, what is the what is the actual like reporting that says these two are together? Like, yeah. are there sources, and where are these sources? Because we can play the the home game. Yes. Yeah, so we are. Um, the sources are everybody who was hanging outside of Wally's restaurant in Beverly Hills on Saturday night. Another thing happened. So. Um, Kendall Jenner goes in by herself at 8.30. At 8.42, he showed up. Then Justin and Haley Bieber came separately in staggered times. So people are thinking it was a double date with Justin and Haley Bieber. So then they left around the same time, but they thought they were tricking the paparazzi. Kendall went out the front door and he went out the back door minutes later. Yeah. So... You know, look, here's the thing. They had a business meeting. You're not fooling anybody. If you are if you don't want people talking about you, you don't go to the same place. That's right. And so they do. And then they want to make it more like secretive by acting like they're leaving secretly. But they're not. Nothing secret. Yeah. Well, and also especially the, if you called them. Also, the tell for me on a publicationship is. They're not saying anything about it, no. right? Like their people might be saying things or their sor- sources connected to the people are saying things. And all of the language around the sources are like, like there's a People uh, magazine article that says they're, quote, spending time together. Yeah. Okay, okay great. I've spent a lot of time. Well, actually, not this last week. <laughs> uh, I haven't spent time with pretty much anyone. Right. But um, on any other given week. I would spend time with all sorts of people. That's right. You included. That's Guess what? Right. We're not a couple. We're not a couple. Well, I mean, you know, we're a radio couple, but <laughs> we're, a couple we're not like, yahoos. we're not doing it and we're not acting like we're all romantical. That's right. So I just, I, whenever I hear word like that, I'm like, oh, somebody's, pe- they want us to think they're together. Yeah, because nobody took any pictures of this, this makeout session. You know, if it was in an LA club, or maybe they just did it to say, let's start everything by this. And then they're like, fun, let's make out. And I mean, even if they're not like doing anything together, they're just like, wink, wink, we're both getting headlines. So yeah. like, is that such a terrible thing? Right. Or they just planted the story that said <sighs> we're making out when they actually I wanna, didn't. I don't want to be a celebrity. Do you want to be a celebrity? No. Okay, good. No. Um, I don't want to be a celebrity, but I will say, had I found myself in the life of a celebrity, I would be doing stuff like this all the time. Like, who... Can I attach my wagon <laughs> attach to my wagon to yeah. because I see the value in it like instantly. I mean, the consequences you get everybody up in your business. No, but the the what you yield is that you're talked about by everyone and you don't think producers and people who 
cast movies aren't yeah. aware of if you're a hot celebrity at the time? Yeah, because you're uh, you know this, right? Like you're a high profile Hollywood producer. When those decisions are being made, you want to know. Like it depends on who's on your lips at that moment. All right, we got to wrap things up. Thank you, Dawn. When we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we're just going to go to a really amazing home in the Caribbean. (gasps) Literally the most expensive home just went up for sale. I'll tell you all about it.